0: What is good, my loves, divine feminists, divine masculines, bear with me. It is a little bit past one in the morning, but I'm going to articulate this in a succinct way that is short and so sweet and to the point. Um, I remember seeing this in my algorithm. um, And I think it had to do more so because I have like, quote unquote, celebrity gossip. And that's why garbage, like garbage, like Fox News is coming up, um, and, and as it relates to, to Kanye, but, and so I'm going to take a screenshot of this, um, but I'm not even going to click on the video because I don't even want it to show up as a, as a, um, as a view and I'm not going to listen to it, but here's what's interesting to me, um, let's go. Cause there's like three points I want to knock out. So remember, is it, are we going about like two days ago? I did a podcast talking about how, um, men fare black in the, in the black community. Cause I do tend to talk about what's going on in the black community. I can see where it can be a little bit, um, a little bit triggering. And I'm working on that as considered being plugged into the matrix, but that's, what I'm coming out of right and so but I do notice that that black men in the community that I'm in they do tend to talk a lot about religion and with the religion comes the constructs of you know submitting the woman submitting and um being subjugated by her husband and uh one of the things I said in that podcast that had to do with the you know It seems that men, there's a certain type of man that fares like the zodiacs and exploring planetary placements, astrology, astronomy, the whole bit and caboodle. And I also said in that podcast, and I'm not saying to go back over there. I'm not. I'm just kind of, um, for those of you who are going with me step by step by step, you'll know what I'm referring to. But for those of you that are here, I'm just kind of giving you a nutshell of the things that I said. So. In that podcast, I also said, you know, it almost makes me think if I'm doing everything that is a complete opposite of what black men are doing, you know, then if the more that they get entrenched into Christianity, the more I want to liberate myself from that, the more I feel like I want to run in the opposite direction. And I think that in many ways that has been my saving grace. Another talking point that is kind of, you know, from The Matrix is that you've heard the phrase before, black men are the new face of white supremacy. And so here we are. um, What is today's? Day. I learned this new feature on my fa- on my laptop. So today is Saturday, October the eighth of twenty twenty two, and right now, uh, for those of you listening to this later on down the road or in a hundred years from now, right? <laughs> uh, we have just finished this encounter, this uh, whole debacle with Kanye um, having his fashion run or participating in the in the fashion runways. I believe it was in Milan. And um, he premiered um, some shirts that said white lives matter on them. And he's facing a lot of backlash on it. And I think that for those of you who are kind of familiar with that type of energy, and it's very typical Gemini energy, and that's one of the reasons, like if y'all are cool, Gemini's and you're cool, Gemini's, but for the most part, this surmises <laughs> kind of how typical Gemini's are. Or if their um, Mercury is in Gemini, they're gonna communicate in this same style too. It's it's not for it's not for the faint of heart. So, but um, now he's um, trying to throw up a lot of like, in my opinion, smoke screens. Right, so. The issue that a lot of people are having with him is the whole white life white lives matter um statement. Not the shirt, not the fabric, the statement that's on the shirt, you know. And so um um what he's done now is he's attacked like a a news reporter that was there from Vogue magazine. He attacked her um, he attacks. He's bringing up Lizzo's name. Um, he is talking about, you know, some other stuff here, like, oh, atheist and, um, uh, what else? Godless agendas and how he feels his life is being threatened and, you know, how there's discrimination and racism. Which coincidentally, he just said, "White lives matter," but let him tell it, you know, and um the best phrase I can, I've heard to explain this is that it's intellectually lazy. But as you're going to see on the thumbnail, what does it say? Right? Yay on being a Christian. Right? And so um, here it is. I remember in a previous podcast, I don't think I put him in the title. I think he just came up as a in passing as I was talking about other things, but I said, you know, and I'm not the original originator of this thought. People before me have said it. It's pretty clear to see, but Kanye been been telling y'all he doesn't like black people. You can see it in his dating preferences, you can see it in the way that he carries himself, the people that he affiliates himself with. This is not the first time that Kanye has said something. Um, and I've said it before, and I did do a podcast on this one where, you know, he, he talks about how slavery was a choice. And listen, I was outraged right along with everybody else, right? Right along with everyone else. And... um it was one of those things where I'll never forget it was one of the content creators said, well, him marrying um, Kim Kardashian was also a choice. So every time he comes on there and he fusses about Kim this, Kim that. In fact, I think one of the clips from uh, Kanye going on meeting with, with uh, Tucker here is, oh, he didn't know how close um, Kim was to the was it to the Clintons. So he's just trying to give up give up a whole bunch of smoke screens and mirrors to get away from what's really going on with him saying, you know, white lives matter to whatever. I've dealt with people like him. Bad shit crazy. So, but here he is, you know, um, passing on these white supremacist agendas, right? And it's interesting how, you know, you you I don't want to spend too much longer on this because it's it's kind of dumb like I think I've unplugged from the matrix but it's just fascinating to me that it popped up you know his definition of Christianity and it makes me even furthermore reaffirm why I decided to detach and disconnect from Christianity the way that I grew up with it because um when you start to understand you know why they had balconies in churches, why we wear bl- white gloves right um and even the the conversations that like uh that go with uh uh, uh, uh <laughs> Y'all, it's early in the morning With with kind of like obeying your master I don't even, it's funny because I think subconsciously I don't even want to say that shit, right? Pfft. So, but um, But And so, I think that As I started to detach more I started to have clarity of mind I've shared with you my story about Even the opening of my pineal gland My third eye And um, How that came about and my awakening, and I think that, um, you just start to see things, and it's kind of like, uh, I feel like, collectively, a lot of us are going through that clearing up of, of just fog, right, um, and foggy thinking, and things can be right in front of you, but it can, you don't see the illusion until it's, like, right in your face, or, you know, the fog, or the, the mist lifts, and so, I think that Kanye represents a certain prototype of I'm going to say this, right? This is this is probably a little bit healthier, right? He represents a certain prototype of the type of man and it's even to the point where he goes by Ye and I I I could be wrong, but I think isn't his interpretation of Ye supposed to be kind of like um does it have to do with him being a god? If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I really, it's not that deep. I, I'm not willing to go down that rabbit hole, but I'm just gonna type it in real quick. Yeah, what does the expression yay mean? Oh yeah, so apparently um it says what the the expression oh yay gods, surpriser or credit incredul- incredul- incredulity. Um no, that's not what I wanted. So here it says, according to Wiktionary, 17th century British variant of, oh, my God, probably intended to avoid um, blasphemy. Whatever. It's, it's not it's not that serious, but it's this whole idea that he is he is God. But the irony is, is he's black, but he believes white lives matter. So then how would he be God if, you know, and, and be the supreme being and be you You know, and so there's that like that flipped moron thing. But I think that it's unfortunate because at the end of the day, he's. uh, I don't know. I'm going to leave it alone because I'm learning that to a certain degree, if, if there's a lesson in there, I'll come and share it. But in real life, in real life, I feel like I'm getting to the point where. I could care less. I think the only reason Kanye's up right now is on certain things is because I'm an algorithm, but I really could care less. I've never bought any of his merchandise. Never, ever will. He's right up there with Cardi B to me or correction, Cockroach B. Um, But yeah, I just find it interesting that he identifies with Christianity the way that I was taught with it, that, you know, White people are superior. It's kind of a little bit weird that um, there are still, respectfully, you know, black people who still subscribe to the white man's religion. Um, But that being said, too, I feel like the Hebrew Israelite religion is just a a copy and paste of the white man's religion. I don't see anything too original from it. And I I get it. Some people might... um, view it differently. You know, I'm familiar with both. I've done my research on both. Um, I've read the whole um, apocrypha um, in depth, and I've read some of the other um, books. Very interesting stuff. Um, I'll probably share with you one of my favorite quotes Um about the woman and wisdom. And how she, there's nothing higher than the woman. It's going to piss some of y'all up. But it, hey, it's in, it's in the Hebrew. Israelite Bible. But they won't tell you that though. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just kind of keep it a cult. Amongst us ladies only. Okay. Um. And. It's interesting because you can hear the kind of lunacy, and I do mean lunacy in every sense of the word. Let's look at the word lunacy, and um, (laughs) I like the space I'm in right now, because lunacy means um, instead of being a lunatic, insanity, madness, extreme folly or eccentricity, stupidity, foolishness, idiocy, a little bit of dementia is in there. Mania, psychosis, crazy, craziness, um, irrationality, nonsense, absurd, madness, insanity, silliness, ridiculousness. These are the best ways I can describe all of what's going on, right? But I think, like I said, and and then for real, for real, I'm getting off. He represents a certain t- prototype of a man who... Unfortunately, doesn't really like himself and also represents the prototype of the type of man who will has played the system in the sense of one minute you're saying, you know, um, I'm being discriminated against. It's racism. And then you're saying, you know, all this stuff to get black people and black women in particular to. Come to his defense and put her capes on and put her boots on and rush to his defense to protect him because of the children. And then the next minute he's turning around and insulting TF out of the black community and or even disparaging black women. I, I talked a little bit in a previous podcast about how um, I don't remember her name, but she was a Vogue editor. And I don't, I honestly, in my heart of hearts, I don't think she intentionally was trying to save him. I think she was just doing her job and she was able to break down what it was that was going on in terms of um, art and literature, which which people go to school and get degrees for this type of stuff. And, you know, he just made sure to, to rip her to shreds. And again, we've been talking a little bit, even in the the time I'm recording this, you know, here you have some, and and I have said this before too, I'm not like necessarily the biggest fan of uh, Stacey Abrams, you know, but at the same time um, I can see what, what is lying below the surface. And so she's running for, for office. And so she's offered to meet with black men and, you know, allow them to kind of express what it is they want from her. And so, because there is a certain prototype of, of men in our community that don't like black women, period. They're saying, I'm not going to vote for her. What I find interesting is, I haven't heard anything, inchy thing, nada, zero, zip, zilch, zero, okay, Um. about what her opponent, Kent, Is doing to reach out to black people. I don't know what he's doing for the black community. I don't know what he's doing for black men, but hey, he has their vote. And it's just one of those ironic things to me, right? It's kind of like, sometimes we will, you know, shoot off our nose to spider face type of a thing. And he represents a prototype of a type of... And and, and what's crazy, like I said, too, I, I even talked about how he even went so far as to have a 501c3 or, or a church, right? So Sundays he has his gospel stuff and he's doing all the music and able to siphon off money, you know, from people but he doesn't have to put that money back into the community it's not going to help pave the you know to put streets on and you know pave the roads and help them keep the power lines going and and pay for law enforcement and whatever else our taxes go to keep the community up and going so he's just siphoning off this money it is a legal way to go about um you know Type of stuff, but I, he's not a pastor, you know. But he he understood how to finesse the system and use the music, and I'm sure on some scale he hires musicians. You know, people come and pay their tithes and offering, and all of that is tax deductible. Yeah, you know, which which again is just kind of again the type of prototype stuff that's going on in in our community, you know. It's really unfortunate because part of the eye-opening experience for me was starting to realize that the poorer a community is, the more churches they have in that community. So it's one thing like um, the churches that I grew up in, the church that I grew up in, um, that the, where the church is, that neighborhood, there's still gun violence, gang violence. It has been there for years, decades, and it was there before I came, and it's going con- to going to be there, and the neighborhood is not any better for it. Very high crime rates, right? And no accountability of it going anything. You know, and they'll have, like, their, their Wednesday, um, what do you call it? Not prayer meeting. They'll have, like, uh, it used to be called Dorcas, or community service and they'll give out food. So, uh, I don't know. I, I've already given my thoughts on that in another podcast. And I don't even remember what it, it was titled for me to, to redirect you to it. Don't even worry about it. I'm sure it will come up in another way too. But um, when you look at, and and I'm trying to be sensitive too. Because I don't even want to come across as like a, a certain type of whatever. So, I I do have to watch my language. But if you look, for example, in the Jewish community where they have their synagogues they don't have the the deplorable conditions that we do in the Black community. You kind of have to ask yourself. And they also have that close-knit community. They pay attention to who their daughters marry. They even have, like, specialized matchmakers in those communities. And um, they hire each other. And they do what other, you know, successful... um, communities have done. There's a really good uh, YouTube video by Cerebral. I don't remember what it was called, but it was kind of talking about how surprisingly white people are not the, the wealthiest in, in America. There are other demographics of communities in the United States that are making far more than, you know, the white people. Oh, I probably sound so bad on saying that people, but um, but I, but when you look at the things that they have in common, a lot of it has to do with their close knit community, right? They stick together and they, they accept the challenge and they compete and they undercore, underlying, um, message is that it's kind of like we're going to compete and we're going to fight against all odds and we're going to go into specialized things and build together there was one more thing i wanted to say if, if i remember it i'll come back and i will i will add it to this podcast okay so if you hear post divine feminine recording then i will address that but yeah he just represents a certain um demographic of the of the lunacy of the lunacy, and, um, I, I don't want any parts of, of Christianity, right, but he's not the only one who, he, his views of him being a Christian means the same thing, like, you know, white lives matter, and I know some of y'all are still in the religion, but I just, I couldn't, I'm telling you, look and see why they have balconies, look and see why in our churches we have, like, the white, um, gloves and there are so many other things like even with getting you know catholicized before they were put on the books to come here i'm just i'm not with it i'm not with it i'm sorry i'm, I'm sorry not sorry <laughs> all right good night y'all i think it it's time for me to go to bed i probably could watch one more movie though i really enjoy these movies i found out a way to kind of um like this is the soundtrack. But I found a way to um, see movies that are similar. And so that's really... I've just been going through them. And there's some really good lessons in there too. Um, But I I don't know because I'm I'm not able to screen record. um, To show you some of the... I guess, like is it like metaphysical or esoteric meanings behind why they're showing and different things. I actually wanted to do... I did record. And y'all... If if you heard that one, you would realize just how nerdy I really am. But I did record a podcast breaking down um, the the story of the One Hundred and One Dalmatians, the uh, Cruella, the the newer movie Cruella. That movie was phenomenal, and it took me back to. I almost wanted to say the teacher's name, but. Um, took me back to senior year high school, everything he taught, um, me and us and how to analyze literature and, um, I want to say in college is where I learned more to look at like, you know, movies and that type of thing. But I took everything that Mr. V, that's what I'll call him. Mr. V taught us. And, um. When I tell you the breakdown, uh, I went down point by point by point by Cruella. Y'all would probably be like, girl, if you don't go sit down somewhere, <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. But anyways, let me let me get off of here. I am a little bit chit chatty this early morning, but I'll probably be uh catching some Z's and then my theta state, my theta and delta state shortly. All right. Bye.